Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Quad City sports fans of all ages, Nacho Radio and Limestone Brewery are proud to present to you the best Quad City sports podcast in the world with Hayes from Limestone Brewery in the Hassle Palace. The OG on the marquee, Jay Bird, and the cat who runs a chat with the stat, stat man, Serge. Happy Pi Day, Jay. It is. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, it is Wednesday, March 14th. It's Pi Day. And uh, it's 2018. Today, we have in studio from Lionstone Brewery, one of our sponsors, we have Hayes. Hayes is the brewmaster at Lionstone on Geneseo. Yep. Say hi to everybody. How's it going? So what, what, do you, what do you have? Let's just jump right in. First things first, what do you have for us from Limestone today? All right, so I brought a couple of samples of some of our uh, core lineup beers. Um, I am currently drinking the Der Leuvenmensch Helles Lager. Um, it's a traditional German style, uh, fairly light, only about 4.7%. Um, uh, kind of a bready malt sweetness and a subtle spicy floral hop note at the end. Real subtle, though. Um, it's uh, quite popular, um, sort of the, the gateway beer for people trying to get into to craft beers. Yeah, that's so. what uh, that's what I think the first time we talked to Steve, that's what he, he told us, too. That's, mm-hmm. That is the one when they come in and people say, I don't know what I like. When they come into the brewery, to the to the grill area, the, the restaurant, they say, like, I want to get into craft beer. They, they offer this one right here. Yep. Yeah, this is sort of um, the basis for all of the beers that people have been drinking for, you know, decades. You know, the, the big macro breweries this is the what they base their recipes off of so it's just a craft version of of that style so. not a term you hear very often anymore macro and micro uh yeah not too often yeah i mean it was back like when i was in college and craft beers was i mean it was a while ago craft beers were very small but uh there was a restaurant that had a macro night for a cup you know like a, a pint night and then a, ma- a micro night and people had no idea <laughs> so it's been a long time since i've heard people refer to it macro and micro yeah. Now they just call it craft beer, and everyone thinks IPA. Yep. That's what they think. Yeah. Sorry. That's you know, the first thing people <laughs> yeah. think of. Yeah, IPA. Absolutely. Well, I'm a big craft beer drinker. I'll, I'll take a PBR. <laughs> <laughs> or you could, uh, yeah, uh, let's not get into the whole uh, Blue, Moon, Blue Moon was the first craft beer ever type of uh, thing. But, well, yeah. Um, Used to be a seasonal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then what else you have? What do you have over there for search? Uh, so that is um, our new amber ale. It's called the Red Lady. Um, it, uh, it's about 5.1%. Ooh, she's, she's good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, that name references um, a Egyptian goddess. Uh, Sikhmet was her name. Um, Thank God Troy's not here for this conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, so the, her story actually involves beer. Um, she was sent down by Ra, who's like the head god in Egyptian uh, religion. Um, and she was sent down to, like, punish humans for whatever. They were being bad, and he wanted to punish them. And she wouldn't stop. Uh, she was basically killing everyone and he was like hey you got to stop and she didn't want to so he mixed pomegranate juice and beer to make it look like blood and dumped it over the fields and then she drank it and got drunk and fell asleep and stopped so that's kind of like this background story yeah. behind the name there um you wouldn't know it just by reading it you know you got to kind of <laughs> you got to do, do your homework yeah that's kind of the stuff i like though i like to to kind of nerd out and yeah. research some weird topic and name beers that way so so you name yeah uh, you name them all mm-hmm. for the oh. most part yeah 
yeah, any of the new ones that are um, recipes that I'm coming up with and, and developing, I try to come up with a name. I'm trying to do a lion theme, uh-huh. uh, lion stone. So, Very, um, for job, instance, yeah. the, the Leuvenmensch references, a, it's a, a, excuse me, it's a ivory sculpture from a mastodon tusk they found in a cave in Germany. And it's 30,000 years old, and it's called the, the Leuvenmensch. It means lion man in German. Gotcha. So, uh, We've actually talked about that on the air. Yeah. How yeah. did you, uh, you get into this? Get into brewing? Yeah. Um, actually, I've been doing it for a long time. I started home brewing with a buddy of mine when we were seniors in high school. We couldn't buy beer, so we figured we'd try to make some. You know, we were thirsty. Um, and then, uh, it's actually really smart. <laughs> like, I didn't even yeah. do that. Um, and then from there, you know, um, just kind of grew into a, a hobby and a passion. And then um, actually, so the first job that I had uh, working in a brewery, I got through this friend of mine. He had gone down to Indiana, and we were working at a brewery down there together. And then he actually went and worked as a head brewer out in Colorado, and I went and uh, worked at the last place I worked at, which was the, the Hofbrau house up in uh, Rosemont over by O'Hare Airport. So I've been there for the last four years, and now I'm at Limestone. been here for about seven months. Cool. Yep. It's, a, it's different being in Geneseo than... Where you're from, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't mind it, though. Uh, you know, a little slower pace. I get to walk to work, which is really nice. I don't have an hour-long commute. I do not miss that at all. Do you like Andy Griffith? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> so. so, like, what, uh, what seasonals are you looking working on now? Um, so, we're getting ready to push the Das Mango again, which has been a very popular summer seasonal for yeah, us. Yeah, that's really good. Yep. Um, it's a... Hefeweizen with uh, mango added to it. Um, so we'll be getting that out into cans and kegs here. Looks like it's going to be about end of April. So just okay. in time for the weather to warm up and, and the season to hit. Um, I've been working on a new seasonal as well, um, similar to the Das Mango. It's called Das Berry. Um, and that features a berry blend of cherry, blueberry, and raspberries um, added to a Hefeweizen. Mm-hmm. Um, also kind of a, on the, in the same vein as it's a refreshing, fruity kind of thing so it's uh, done some pilot batches at the brewery right now and they've gone over really well so hopefully going to put that into production here real soon and are those going to be in crowlers as well uh all things are available in crowlers at the brew pub um we're going to do 12 ounce cans of Mm -hmm. the we have the peanut butter the savage ipa and the das mango those will all be in 12 ounce cans um but yeah if you come to the come to the pub you can get any of our beers this is the this is the new thing Yep. When, did, when did Crowlers come about? Like couple, this is, the, this is the new rage. Yeah. You know, I first heard about them probably two or three years ago. Okay. They might have been around longer than that. Yeah. Um, but it was first I had heard of them. The um, first time I heard about it is when my wife and I went out to Lionstone to have lunch and sat down and we saw those. I'm like, oh, like, I'm just thinking tall boy or 32 ounce or yeah. 32 ounces, right? Yeah, it's 32 right. ounces. Yep. yep. So. Yeah. So I was sitting there. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, you can get a tall boy. Ooh, that's that. I'm like, oh, that's 32 ounces. And they're like, yeah, it's called a Crowler. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, perfect. I really like them. If I want to take think, a beer I home, we, I think we bought like four of them yeah. to go to. They're great. Um, yeah, it's a nice way to like uh, have fresh beer, and it stays a little longer than your regular uh, growler Rally. would. But the problem is, once you open it, you got to drink it all. Otherwise, it's going to go flat. Well, yeah. even in, even in the growlers, yeah. I mean, they say that once you okay, if you don't open it, it's good for like four to five days. Once you do open it, it's good for two to three. I think it goes flat after about a day and a half, yeah. personally. Yeah. I mean, you're losing all your carbonation, everything, so. Yeah, but at least you can reseal those. They actually do right. make resealable crowlers, too. I've seen oh, them. They cool. sort of look like the monster cans with the yep. seal on top. I've yeah. seen those at a couple breweries out in Colorado before, but haven't seen them around here yet. Oh, so. great. You just gave 
all the breweries that are going to be opening up yeah. in the spring and an, an idea now. So yep. you guys better get on that know, real right? fast because you know how it goes around here. Yep. As soon as you make something, <laughs> someone's going to make That's a great idea. We should do it. That's a great idea. Totally. Let's put it in we, production we right now. It. We thought yeah, of it. Yeah. Thought, we thought of it first. Trust me, that's going to happen. You're, the fact that you just said that that triple berry man, <laughs> you know, it's on the Dos Mango, the yeah. Dos Berry. It's, it's, hey, we need to get on that. Yep. Oh, well. Breweries that will be, oh, well, right, yeah. Hopefully I'm making it better. There you know. go. Um <laughs> Bobby Ray Bunch wants to know what, what do you guys have that's similar to Bush Light. Uh, so well, as, 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 fu- as funny as he he's being, Bob, Bobby's a he's, he is a comedian, literally. Um, but we that's a common question you yeah. get in breweries and mm-hmm. I I tend bars, so somebody go what do you, what do you get that's like Bud Light? So what's your answer to that? Uh, the <laughs> option and uh, yeah, for any Bud Light or Bush Light drinkers, that's that's the option I would recommend. Cool. So. Um, Let's real quick uh, talk about Limestone. Limestone Brewery and Gastropub located just off Interstate I-80 at 1225 South Oakwood Avenue, Geneseo, Illinois. is a family-owned and operated craft brewery. The Limestone Brewing Taproom features a wide variety of craft beer styles and flavors, including flagship beers such as their very popular peanut butter wheat ale and their award-winning Burning Love Barrel-Aged Imperial Stout. Limestone offers a unique, unique Gastropub menu as well, from the pub pretzels to handcrafted burgers, salads, and wood-fire pizzas. Lionstone provides the perfect menu to pair with their outstanding beers on tap. Lionstone invites you to share in their passion and indulge yourself with a pint and a plate. We here at Don't Hassles for Local invite you to like their Facebook page and check out their events for an updated list of featured bands and events. Their webpage is lionstonebrewery.com. Follow them on Twitter at lionstonebeer. Uh, talking about their events, coming up. Big weekend. Big yep. weekend, yeah. just not just for them, but yes, but big weekend. No, for that's them. that's I mean, I mean for them, yeah. Too. They have uh, on Thursday, I mean on Friday and Saturday, um, the Kavanaugh's. They have a Limestone Live Remote and Tap Takeover there. That's um, have you ever been up there for that? I have not. No, you know, I'm not from around the area. Okay, so, I, I went yeah. to Augie, so we we used to go to okay. Kavanaugh's quite a bit. It's just like it was a block away from the dorm I was in when I was a sophomore, and it is a blast. We we've been there. Right, twice in the past like couple months, even though it's the other side of the river. It's, uh... Yeah, that's on Friday night. The great beers and staff from Limestone Brewery will be there from 5 to 7. Then on Saturday at Kavanaugh's, they will have the Funktastic Five there playing at 2 p.m. Um, and they'll have the great beers from uh, Limestone Brewery there as well. They have uh, corned beef and cabbage for sale until it runs out. And select sandwiches from their kitchen will be available throughout the night and event. They have not only just Funktastic Five, they have Phyllis and the Sharks after that, and Alex Rush and Krista Ray from Rock Mass Entertainment there on Saturday. So there's something else to add on your agenda for St. Patrick's Day that's coming up. Yep. I don't know. It's it's maybe feeling like it weather-wise, maybe. Today's uh, not bad. I thought I saw maybe some rain, but I, I was seeing closer to 50, which is cool. Yeah. I think now it, it's it, under it, 30%. It is, it is literally the weather's been awesome. Like to watch. I started watching about just a couple weeks ago. Just for my own entertainment, and it was supposed to be 42, then it got up to 58, and then down to 48, and it's come back and forth. So, As long as it stays above freezing. That's right. Yep. We'll be all right. That's so, a tense and heater more. Yeah. So talk to me about uh, your sports teams. Well, uh, I'm a Chicago guy. Uh, rocking, black, rocking your Blackhawks yep, right now. Black Hawks, yep, and some yep. White Sox. Yeah, White Sox. Uh, I'm not oh. a Cubs hater. I've never been a Cubs hater. I'd love going to Wrigley and watching games. I'm um, right with you. You know, I don't Finally. see the, I never understood the the whole rivalry thing. I don't know. Maybe it's because um, my family's all from Ohio, so um, 
you know, my roots are there. I'm an Ohio State fan. Uh, I know all my the Iowa people are going to boo from, me. But that's my family is mostly from the southwest suburbs. Oh, okay. So we're majority of us are White Sox fans. Yeah. There's a couple wannabe Cub fans in there. But. Yeah. So, you know, and baseball season's starting up now, getting pretty excited about it. I yeah. love baseball. I love going to baseball games. It's one of my favorite things to do in the summer. So It's, um, it's strange. Uh, it, baseball seems around here to be – more of a sport, whereas if you look in a grand perspective, just even nationwide, it's not. I mean, ESPN is going to cover more yeah. than, in football than they are baseball. But it seems like people do get more excited about baseball. We were talking off the air about that, and it's something I said before. Even though tomorrow's the NCAA tournament, which, by the way, you still have time to get in on uh, ESPN.com. Our group QC Hassle has a, a, a bracket challenge, uh, and the password is Hassle Bracket, capital H capital B on that. And, uh, winner of that's free to enter. Winner of that gets a keg party on the party all out there. Um, but we were talking about basketball ahead of time, and, and I was just saying, like, yeah, and we both were on the same thing, like, uh, basketball. You said you used to be a big basketball fan. Yeah, used to love it. I was super into the NCAA tournament, and I'd watch college season, you know, basketball season all through the year. And But, man, last couple of years, I don't know, I've just lost interest. I don't know if the game's changed or, you know, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just life happened and i'm too busy to really pay attention to it but i don't know well i think you also said something about the you know maybe in the, these super teams yeah uh, in the, in the, for the nba game, yeah yeah in the program it kind of yeah. throws you off a little bit it just kind of uh get leaves a bad taste in your mouth for it. and i think yeah. what you said also is why why not just wait and watch till the finals because yeah. you know who's going to be there anyway yeah and you know i don't i don't want to bad mouth pro basketball too much but i went to a game a couple years back a bulls game and i had an opportunity to get some really good seats. So I paid some money and sat pretty close to the court. And I remember about halfway through the game thinking, these guys aren't even putting in a lot of effort. Like, I paid a lot of money to come watch these pro players play, and it's just like, looks like they're lagging out there. And I did that two weeks ago. Yeah, and it's just, ah, that. and we then the to, four we minutes. We Sixers, oh. and it was, we were so excited. We were in the 19th row, having a great time. Excited to watch a lot of young Bulls players, knowing yeah. that they're not going anywhere this year. Excited to see some guys from the Sixers play with uh, Ben Gordon and uh, Joel Embiid. And Embiid just looked wobbly, and he was good. The Bulls were battling, and then they were up, and it looked like, like they tanked right in front of us. <laughs> they tanked on purpose. Yep. It was horrible to watch them blow a five-point lead when common knowledge basketball fans – like, you don't have to be an expert. Common knowledge says if you have 24 seconds left on a shot clock and you have under a minute and you're up by at least three, maybe you don't need to shoot when there's 20 seconds left on the shot clock. Yeah. We watched that happen three times and then watched the Bulls lose by one. It's pretty heartbreaking. Yeah, that's, it's rough. You know, you give, you, I don't know. That's the kind of thing that has kind of turned me away from watching pro ball. So. And then the interesting thing is you were living in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yep. When... The announcement of I'm taking my talents to South Beach yep. oh, came. Wow. Yeah, I was. I went to school up there, so going to college. And my roommates, uh, man, they were so upset. I, you know, I'd been watching the Cavs because it was really entertaining those last couple of years that LeBron was in Cleveland before he went to Miami. Um, and, man, they were so upset. They were tearing the jerseys off the walls and burning them out in the front yard. And it was wild. Like, it was really a wild event when that happened. It, I mean, you know, I didn't have any – ties to it other than i was there and got yeah. to experience it but it was it was funny to me. i just can't imagine <laughs> i don't think anything would get me to the point where i would lose my cool so much that i'm just going to like light a jersey on fire i don't know i don't think i own one i, I have a decent amount of jerseys for a 36 year old man um 
I don't think I have a jersey of a player that's still on that team right now. Oh. I don't think I have a current jersey from anybody. You don't have an Elgowskis jersey? No. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have any jerseys. But I, I, I mean, just... it, like the Blackhawks would be the only ones if I had. I don't have any Blackhawks jerseys. I have Blackhawks mm. like, gear and everything else. I just don't have jerseys. So that would be the only one that these guys are sticking around. Everybody else, it seems like it's a quick, quick turnaround these days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you got your, your superstars that stick around on a team, you know, until their contract's up, and then they, you know, decide they're all going to go play with their friends, and then you right. got a super team, and I don't know. Why do you, you got to watch the regular season? You know who's going to be in the finals now. And just seeing, I've seen all the farewells this week. To farewell to Jake Arrieta, and then the letter, and then Jordy. this, and then the farewell to Jordy. Yeah. Thanks, and then I was like, "Jeez, you guys are really attached to these guys." Well, speaking of, where is Jordy going to end up? Uh, top two, from what I've seen and read, is San Francisco or New England. New England's my bet. That's what I they do. didn't see. <laughs> I didn't see San Francisco. I would. I would have put. Fair amount of money on the Patriots right away too. Yeah, and then well, it's a I know, Patriots thing to do. I know Joe Feeney like hashtagged anywhere but Vikes and Patriots, and I wanted to write to him like it's uh, I mean, smart money's Patriots. I've seen, I've seen some of our fellow Bear fans say, "Oh, he'd be great in Chicago after just getting Robinson and everything else." It's like, eh, well, let's, 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 let's take and it then easy. well, they they don't have Danny Amendola in New England anymore. He left, so Edelman will be back probably. Yeah, that's true. But uh, I mean, he was a he. He turned into a crowd favorite over there. Yeah. So, I mean, Jordy in New England. <laughs> That's pretty terrifying. Yeah. For what could be one of Brady's last years. It'll happen, or they'll take the, they'll they'll sign Sue or something like that and re- rehabilitate him. Jimmy Jean Jordy's pretty scary too, though. Well, he's. We don't know that much about Jimmy G that he's that good. Just because he let but him, give, to, but giving him another solid weapon like that would it's not going to make it worse. That's true. I just don't. I don't know if. Uh, I don't know if Jimmy G is really as good as as the money that he got and all the praise he got. I mean, you listened to what I was saying. What? That's what I was saying the whole year. Well, we pulled year, it up. I, I think know. it was something like eight touchdowns and five receptions, yeah. or, or vice versa, five touchdowns, eight or something. Those last five games. So. I don't know. Uh, Israel said Jordy should go to the Saints. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Um, and he also said that he's buying me a Michael Kadir jersey, and I'm, that don't. <laughs> I'm not going to wear that. And I don't want one. Um, put, nothing with put nothing it underneath your man cave sign. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I just don't. I'm not a jersey guy, and I'm not a Michael Kadir guy. Uh, no. The other things, you know, someone yesterday pointed out that uh, Carlos Hyde's going to go to the Browns, and they might move on from. Uh, Barkley? Yeah, Barkley. And it's Browns added Hyde, and, but they said Barkley's still in play. Wouldn't you rather want Barkley and then give him a rest and bring in Hyde? Sounds like a great one, too, you know, in the, in the backfield there. But, you know, whatever move the Browns make, it's going to be the wrong one. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. And I that's, grew up a Browns fan, too. You know? Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. Because uh, you have your Ohio background. You had the Reds, yeah. and then, you know, obviously when you live in Chicago, it's just one of those things it's easier to get a ticket there. Kind of like how my allegiance became twins when I lived in Twin Cities. It was just, you know, blocks away and $7 a ticket. Yeah. So being a Browns fan, I mean, there's some I, heartache there. Yeah, for sure. You know, I was raised a Browns fan. I was real young, and then they moved. Um, and my dad totally gave up on the NFL after, after that. He doesn't watch NFL at all. He won't even sit down oh, with yeah. me and watch a game. He's just he's upset. You know, it, it really upset him that they, they left Cleveland. Um, 
but I mean, I remember going to like, uh, I was a little kid, maybe like four to six years old or something, going to the, a bar that was like a little club and everybody would be watching the Browns games on the big screens and wearing their jerseys and everything. And, you know, this was in the Chicago suburbs too, that this yeah. was happening. Um, well, I think it was, uh, maybe the back end of Bernie Kosar's career and Testaverde was there, but you know, now watching them, it's like the worst franchise in all sports. <laughs> Yeah. You know, no matter what they do, it seems like the wrong move. It's just a mess over there. For them to go to the playoffs in the next five years, but who knows. <laughs> I like I like the trades that they're making. I like the moves that they're making right now. Uh, just a matter of if uh, if it yeah if it works out to them for them. Yeah. And I don't know. I think we talked about this two days ago. I mean, 8-8 eight and eight's better than 0-16, oh right? I think they should start with just winning a game. Yeah. You know, yeah, that'd be, that'd that'd be a good, good start. Yeah. Six, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just come right out of the gate and get one, yeah, I guess, and then build cool. from there. Week to week, we'll do all the cliches. We're just taking it week by week. <laughs> yeah, we're not looking at the big picture. Yeah. Trust the process, all that fun stuff. Uh, you know, earlier to, uh, you mentioned um, Pi Day, the 314. And Lionstone, you guys have a lot of your beers that are going to be at the River Bandits this year at Modern yep. Park. Yeah, we got a sponsorship with them. Exactly all the details. It's still kind of getting ironed out. But we will have beer. Um, in the stadium, uh, a few different brands. You know, we'll have the the Hellas will be featured, um, and then we're still kind of figuring out what other beers are going to be uh, in the stadium. But pretty excited about that. I, you know, I love going to baseball games and hot dogs and beer and watching some some baseball. It's a great time. So now that it is Pie Day, you can go online and order tickets for general admission at the River Bandits for all of April now at three dollars and fourteen cents a. Uh, Uh, $3.04. So if you go online, you can order general mission tickets for any game in April for $3.14 today. And then you can go and enjoy some delicious Lionstone beer. Yep, that's right. Uh, so uh, are you going to, do you plan on going up to any games, the White Sox games? I usually go to about two a season. Mm-hmm. Um, more if I can, you know, afford it or have an opportunity. Um, yeah, I usually go to about two White Sox games. The Kane County Cougars over in uh, – Geneva, right by oh, yeah. where I live, over in the suburbs, or where I, I used to live, I guess. Um, so I'd go to those games probably once a week, um, and then uh, try to get hit a Cubs game. You know, if some friends are going or whatever, I don't, I don't mind. It's a good time, and the team's good, so I, 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 I like watching I love good going baseball. To a game in Wrigley, yeah. Too. As, a, as a Sox fan, it's it's just a blast. It's the bar scene's a lot of fun. You can make a day out of it. Um, try to stay overnight, so you know, not driving back two yep. and a half hours after a day in Wrigleyville. But uh, the thing about I'm going to say Comiskey, but it's guaranteed raid or whatever else. And you've been up there. Where do you guys go before the games? Like uh, that's, they, they actually tailgate there. Yeah. Yep. It, okay. So, so they have they've torn down a lot of the what used to be projects and everything else around there. There's a lot of big nice parking lots. Um, it's only like twenty three dollars to park up there. You tailgate, or if you don't want to tailgate. You just you park and you walk right over to. It used to be called Bacardi at the park. Yeah. Now it's called uh, Chicago. It might be called like White Sox something bar. It's right across the street. It's connected with the Sky Deck. It's a three level bar with a big beer garden. Yeah, it's pretty um, cool. It's a, it's yeah. a good time. So you can go there, or you can go in, right into the game and just hang out for a little while because they actually have a really nice stadium. Or you can go about four blocks north, and there's like a little restaurants and bars right there. 
Weren't they going to open something like across the street? Like it was like not a Smirnoff bar, but something to do with. I thought there was going to be a bar connect. Across that, that's, okay, that's, that's, that's the Bacardi one, one that we're. Oh, Bacardi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you when, said, they, I, when they first opened it, it was called Bacardi. I, I thought I, I must have missed. I thought you said something like Bacardi or whatever. Because no. I know they have bands playing outside there yep. and everything else. They have a huge, huge beer garden on the north side of it. Okay. Um, and then it's connected with the Skywalk, so you can. You either go right across the street into the stadium, or you can just go all the way upstairs in that bar and just go across on the sky deck. Gotcha. Skywalk, so. Well, I, I only get up there usually when the twins come in town, type of thing, for that. And I, I we've only we've done the we get dropped off because my wife's from the suburbs, so we get a ride in and yeah. and we find and a way out. But the tailgating, I've seen that. We never paid for that, but it's kind of like Milwaukee. Milwaukee's that way too, yeah. where you tailgate, but a bar, right. but it's a long walk to a bar in Milwaukee, like. You got to yeah. cut through like backyards there, there to get used, to a bar. There in Milwaukee. used to be a couple of super super divey bars like within one block of the stadium that are just they're torn down. But that used to be kind of the fun thing to do for me. But yeah, I don't know. remember that's when my dad and I did the night of the World Series in '05. We were going to Jimbo's and mixing it up, and it was packed house, and everybody's super super friendly there, and it's a great time. So. I, we walked down to one the night of the game 163, and that was 2008. We walked down to a dive bar. People were nice. Oh, I, yeah. My twins had on. No one yep. said anything, but oh, yeah, no. it, was, it was a good time. Then there, people were driving down there, waving their White Sox flags. It was a party down the street, but that's good. I mean, it's, it's just exciting. I just want this. I think even this weather can't get, me, can, can't get me down about baseball, though. I mean, I can feel it about basketball where I'm like, oh, man, it just doesn't feel like spring and all this stuff, but. Baseball's right around the corner. It's going to be, I, I don't know. I mean, the, 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 it looks like the Cubs have the central. Yeah. White Sox are building towards the future. Fourth place. Yeah. <laughs> Cardinals can fight for a uh, wild card. Brewers can fight for a wild card. So at least makes the central interesting this year. But I don't know. I guess right now the big thing is will be the NCAA. Like yesterday I told you, St. Bonaventure. Yep. told you to take St. Yep. Bonaventure. Too, like much, too much uh, money. Too much public money on UCLA, and guess what happened? I will tell you this, though. Oddly enough, in the NIT, which no one pays attention to, unless Iowa's in it, Louisville was playing, and they were seven-and-a-half-point favorites. Without really sight sight unseen, I decided to take Louisville. And then I read an article later that the Louisville players wanted to boycott the NIT because they didn't because they didn't make the NCAA, right. and the school's forcing them to play. David Paget is basically coaching for his job, so he's gonna like uh, the, the, on the good side. It's like, well, he's gonna really coach to win this game, and it's the NIT, and it's minus seven and a half. Somehow they won by eight. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I was like, well, this is – why do I even waste my time with this stuff, you know, without doing any research? I was like, Louisville's got this. And then the UCLA one, I just didn't like it. I did too much public money on UCLA. Yeah, you, got, you got Penn State playing today against Temple. You got Nebraska and Mississippi State. Those are, your, those are your Big Ten teams in the NIT tonight. Penn State versus Temple? Yep. I like that. Four, four seed versus five seed, and uh, Penn State's favored by ten. Ooh, don't like that. There you go, crack. I've been waiting for it. What was that? It said the NIT winner can call themselves number sixty nine. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you told me that last night. I'm like, right, I'll say, good. I'll save it for the show. I'll, let, I'll let you do it. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, everything tips off at eleven. We'll be actually going on at eleven tomorrow at eleven. 
Yeah, so, 11.15 might be the first game tomorrow. Yeah, so sh- are we starting tomorrow at 11.30 then? Whatever time you want. Well, we just told, we're going to tell people they can come on. I mean, we have a, we have a guest. It'll be us three. And, Let's start at 11.30. It'll be us two and a guest, and we'll have, yeah, 11.30, and we'll have, if someone's here watching the game, they want to come on. And yeah, Kevin Winter said uh, Mary-Kate will be in town. Oh, nice. Uh, we got, and, uh, who else? Bud said he'd stop yeah. by. We've got a few other people. So anybody, anybody that wants to stop by tomorrow. Say hi. We'll, we'll, have, we'll, we'll have the seat open, open over here. We'll um, yeah, so basically that's, uh, that's anything else to add, Hayes? I mean, Drink some Lionstone while you do it. Absolutely. Get out there, <laughs> Genesee. Who, who, who do you like in the tournament? Anybody? Tell you. I have no. not paid any attention. So you have just as much chance of winning a bracket as anybody yep. else. I probably should fill one out because I'd probably yeah. win because I know nothing. Oh, yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. You can go by mascots. You can go by colors. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's half the fun. Yep. If you are placing money out there on these games, make sure to use mybookie.ag and use our promo code QC Hassle. That's QC Capital H, capital Q, capital C, capital H, A S S L E, and they will um, match your up to one hundred. Uh, they'll match one hundred percent of your bonus, so of your of your pay-in. So go to uh, mybookie.ag, use our promo code QC Hassle, and that's if you want to make a few wages on the uh, NCAA tournament. And please go into our bracket. I haven't even seen how many people we're up to now, but go into our um, go to the ESPN tournament challenge and use us uh, use our. Uh, QC Hassle is the name of our group. Hassle Bracket is our password. Do you have to go? Do you want to stick around? Yeah, I'm going to take off. Okay, yeah, thank uh, you so much hey, for your hey, time. Hey, are you on Twitter or Facebook or anything? Um, personally, I am not. Okay. Um, I know Lionstone's got a Facebook page. Yep. I think we have a Twitter. I don't know how active it is. but You, you do have a Twitter account. Yeah. So, yep. I follow, I follow it. So Awesome. Cool. Awesome. Uh, yep. people, people were just asking. So. Cool. Uh, tell them to stop out and see you. Yeah, so. definitely. Thanks yeah. for having me, guys. Thanks, I really appreciate I appreciate everything. We'll talk to you real soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Go Sox. Yep. All right, everybody, we're going to take a short little reset break here. Staying live on the video. Here we go, buddy. All right, we got a new guest. We're going to talk NCAA basketball here. Here you go. My name is... Slow it down. Slow it down. You don't have to talk right directly into it. Okay. Okay. What's your name? My name is Ben Foster. Okay. And... I'm a state Bettendorf wrestler. Yes, yes, okay. So you're you're a guest here on our podcast, Beef, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you wrestled at state. Uh-huh. What other sports do you play? I play baseball. Uh huh. And I I play soccer sometimes. Very good, yeah. And s- sometimes I play hockey. You do? Yeah, kinda. Okay. All right. Uh, what's, what, what's your favorite sport? Yeah. Wrestling. Wrestling. Oh, that a boy. All right. Okay, so what's your favorite uh what is tell me some of your favorite teams. What's your favorite basketball team? Uh Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors? Okay. What about baseball? Uh, Cubs. The Cubs? Uh-huh. All right. Um and then what about thank you. What about football? Uh Okay. Anything. No, I think what what team do we cheer for at our house? Sorry, the Hawkeyes. Very good. All right. What I really want to talk about is um, first thing. Do you have a joke for us? That you do you have a joke for the people? Uh, okay. What do you call a cow with no legs? What? Ground beef. Very good. That's a good one. That's really funny. Do you want to tell your uh, the joke that was not allowed in the? So a grasshopper walks into a bar, uh-huh. and the bartender says, "Hey, we have a drink named after you," and 
and the grasshopper says, Hey, really? You have to drink the Murray? I want to talk to you about your NCAA tournament, uh, all right? You filled out a bracket last night. Yeah. Um, who do you have winning the whole thing? Nova. There you go. Yeah, you, have, you picked Villanova to win the whole thing, didn't you? you now, what was your... Um, what was your strategy? What, what did you? How did you pick your teams going on here? Cause my dad told me that the lower numbers are the best, but the higher numbers are worse. Okay, so by, you so, went by you like the seeds. So I went by ones. Mm-hmm. And I wanted the ones to win. Okay. And Nova's a one. Very so. good. That's and, a seems like I a got solid. My two favorite teams, but I actually. One in Nova because it was a cool name. Yeah. Yes, because it's also a name of a superhero, right? Mm-hmm. So you, that's a pretty good strategy. You just decided to go what they, they call that going all chalk. Uh-huh. Okay. So the only real upsets that I see on here, and I just wanted to point out, is that in the second round, you had Ohio State of five over number four Gonzaga. And why Ohio State over Gonzaga? Because... Four is less than five. No, no, no. Ohio State's a five, though. But you picked Ohio State to beat Gonzaga. There. Oh. Any reason I for that? The, I think they're kind of good. Okay. I think they might beat them. Oh yeah. Well, that's that's why we fill these out. And the same thing in the the same uh, West uh, region. He took Houston six over number three Michigan. The yeah. same thing. You think Michigan's kind of good? And you think they, okay, well, hey, that's why we fill out. Uh, in the East region, you took Arkansas over a number seven over a number two Purdue. Any reason for Arkansas? Wait, what? You had Arkansas beat Purdue in the East region. They were a seven over two. Over two. Arkansas was a seven. So. Why'd you pick Arkansas? My grandpa loves that place, and mm-hmm. I think it might win. He, he loves that place. Mm-hmm. We've been there once. Okay. So I picked them, and then the next round, I, I, I wanted to do the other team, so we did the other team, and then... Yeah. <sighs> next round, you picked Texas Tech over Arkansas, and you said, sorry, Papa, when you filled it out, right? Well, you're thinking. And then in the Midwest region, you uh, picked TCU at six over number three, Michigan State. Any reason for TCU? Mm. Huh? No. Any reason for TCU over Michigan State? I like because they just put letters. Yeah. Not just a word, letters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it stands for Texas Christian University, but you like just calling it TCU. So that's how you took it? Mm-hmm. I like that. I like your thought process here. So you end up going with all four number one seeds. You had Virginia versus Xavier, and you have Virginia winning, and Villanova versus Kansas, and Villanova beating Kansas. And in the championship, you have Villanova. Do you remember what your over-under when I told you the total, number, total points scored in the game, championship game, what it's going to be? Fifteen to four is what you said. So twenty nine is your over under. Is your total? Is your over under? Okay, I I love it. All right. Is there anything else you want to tell the people out there? Uh, You might see me wrestle. Okay. If we're lucky. But don't cheer for me. That makes me more worse. You you don't like that, do you? You don't like it when I coach you. Because why? Don't like it when you screamed at me. Because I yell, and then you tell me what else? What do I do? I say the same thing. Over- yeah, and yeah. It's like, stop, stop, stop. Yeah, you've stop, had enough. Stop, you've had stop, enough stop. of that. He stuff. does the stop. same thing to me, but yeah. it's fine. Yeah, you've had Don't enough of that. You. Hey, Ben, do you know what TCU's mascot is? <laughs> no. 
Want to, do you want to know? Yes, what is yes, it? Yes, yeah. yes. They're the horned frogs. Oh, interesting. All right. We're going to let you go back to playing a really good segue. Right. Good for you. All right. Good job, buddy. Bring it so row. Let's go. Want to ring the bell? Yeah. That was, uh, that was Beef bringing us his NCAA tournament. We're going to talk to Sophia real, real soon here because it, it is uh, spring break, and it's, it, it's my bring your kid to hobby day. <laughs> All right, Sophia Rose, how are you doing today? Good. You're doing well. Yeah. Okay. I want to talk to you about some things. What do you What What are you into? What do you What What's your favorite teams? What sports do you do? Let's start with what sports. What do you do? I do softball. You play softball. Okay. Who do you play for? The little dogs. The little dogs. All right. And then uh, what else? Uh, Monday nights. What do you do? I do hip hop. Okay. And on Tuesday nights, what do you do? Guitar. Guitar with Sean Ryan from the Dawn, right? Yep. Okay. Um, any other sports out there? Anything you're interested in? No, you gonna be getting really. into volleyball soon? I don't know. You don't like basketball? Eh, it's all right. Yeah, just softball, huh? Yeah. You got any uh, stories from eight U? Someone asked if they have any eight U any eight U stories. Yeah. Your, your okay. fan your fans want to know. Yeah. Do you have a story from eight U softball? Yeah. Okay. What is it? It's about an umpire, yeah. yeah. And what happened? And, um, you have to speak up just a little bit for me. And, oh gosh. Okay. We were and, out in the field. Yeah. You, were playing in the, you were playing in the outfield with me. Okay, I was standing out there. Mm-hmm. And a ball got hit. And a girl from the other team was running from first to second. And, and what happened? It, and then the ball touched her. It hit her, yeah. Uh-huh. And what happens when, that ha- when, when the ball hits her? They're out. He would think so, right? Yeah. Okay, so but, what happened? But then he said that she was safe be- because um, it didn't go past. It went past the yeah, infield. It went but, around. Yeah. But so, you guys are like seven years old. You guys are playing yeah. kind of shallow, but she was in the mm-hmm. baseline. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So did I make my, make my argument for the umpire? Mm-hmm. And he still said? No. Yeah, it's and you did not like that at all, did you? No. No. I was mad. You were, yes. So I tried to get home. So I tried to make the game higher. So I tried to make us win. Yeah, so it was on first base. And then what happened? And then the ball, and then. A girl hit the ball, and it went to the outfield. Mm -hmm. And you ran super hard. Why? (laughs) Because. (laughs) Because I didn't win. She ran super hard. She told me to get to home plate so she could give the umpire a dirty look. Oh, yeah. We call okay. that we call that a mean mug. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Don't don't get too far away from the microphone. You're doing great. All right, let's go through your bracket, okay? Okay. Who do you have winning it all? Tennessee. Tennessee. All right, the Volunteers, and you have them playing who in the finals? You remember? Uh, I think it was tes- Texas Tech. Very good. Yeah. You like to, you like Texas Tech because you like to say TT. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you have some interesting upsets. All right. In the first round, you have Loyola Chicago upsetting Miami eleven over six. Ooh, I have I have that one too. Yes, and you picked that because because um, you just tell me you, you you said you told me it's just common knowledge that you don't like Miami. Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. it's fine. Uh, Let's see. In uh, the West bracket, in the first round, you have Providence over Texas A&M. Any reason? It's a 10 over 7. 10-7. Um, 
Just got to have one? Yeah. Yeah, I get so. Didn't have any other big uh, upsets in that bracket. Uh, first round, also, you have a 10 over 7. You have Oklahoma over Rhode Island in the uh, Midwest bracket. I don't really know why. Because the higher can go over, and they might be good. And Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Committee could have got it wrong, right? Yeah, you never know. So I just put it over. All right, Trey Young. Yep. So you have Ohio State, a five seed in the West bracket, in the West region, playing Michigan in the Elite Eight with Ohio State winning. Is there any reason between the Ohio State and Michigan, like how you had them go that far? I'm not really sure. Not really sure? Just kind of felt it? Yeah. Big Ten teams. Yeah. And then uh, you have Michigan State going to the Final Four playing Texas Tech. They're coming out of the Midwest. You have them beating Kansas. So you have zero number one seeds in your final four. Was that a strategy behind that, or you just – that's just the way you felt? Yeah. Yeah? I don't know. I think it's a good bracket. I was really impressed with it. You didn't decide to go – you looked at each round, and you took your time. You filled it out all on your own. I didn't say anything, so we're going to see how you do. You're going to see how you do compared to me. I bet you do better than I do. Better. <laughs> you better? Or you, I better. You better? Anyway, Will you I'm, help Rhea fill out a bracket? I'll, I'll take pictures of these and I'll put these up on our Facebook so people can see. Let's see if we can play out there. Let's see if you if you're smarter, folks. If, if your NCAA is better than uh, second grader or kindergartner, that's where we're going to find out. Trust me, you're going to do great. You're going to do well. Thank you for coming on the show today. All right. Was that a mean mug? Yeah, mean mug. And I, me, saw, I, guess. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Thank you for coming on the show. Anything else you want to tell anybody? Bye. Bye. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Sophie. Thanks, Soph. Go Bye. back. Take your headphones off. You don't want to. All right. Okay, so going into tomorrow, it's obviously NCAA first round. Uh, Harrington's will be open at 11. Uh, we'll be open up by 11. Uh, Maddie will be here. We'll do our show at 11.30. We'll have Ryan Gaiman from 1031 Fitness on. Yep. Uh, he's great to talk to about it. For those of you who you know, don't know about uh, CrossFit or have questions or even – comments or you know critique of it criticizing it he'll take all questions he i talked to him for about 45 minutes on friday and just kind of threw out there a lot of stuff about what we don't know about crossfit what we do and he answered all of it he's fantastic so ryan will be on here um and then we'll have our mic set up we'll talk to people that are here out there cheering on their teams what uh bets they have how their brackets are looking how many they fill out how many have, how many have you filled out um i've started about four Really, and you just haven't finished. I mean, but do you get relative? Do you get more than one? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, Rhea's got one over at Bass Street. One of the guys in the kitchen is doing one. I'll probably do one or two brackets at Harrington's. I'll do the one online here with the Hasslers on ESPN. Um, that'll probably be it. That's, that's four right there. Let me ask you: Do you stick to one and just fill it out all the way through? Nope. I I change it. It's. Pretty consistent. I would say it's about seventy-five to eighty percent the same on all on all four brackets. Yeah. But then I tweak a couple upsets that I like. I'll I might go the other way on one. That's kind of my strategy. Okay, so you're. I mean, and there. I don't think I know ours isn't, but you're not any pools that like give more points towards upsets or whatever else that make you. No, I've I've heard of those. I, I'm familiar with them, but I've never done any of those. All right. Well, we're tipping off tomorrow. What is there anything out there that you saw? Because I've I actually now have done more research going into this, and I still like Arizona coming out, um, uh, coming out of the the South region. So I still like Arizona. I'm not in on Michigan State. That was just me trying to get T. Roy. So I'm not in on Michigan. Arizona State. I, Virginia I, is going to be an awesome game. Okay. That's all. I, that's all I think about that. Um, I can see them winning. 
I don't think it's going to be a huge shock upset. It's only going to be because Virginia is the number one seed over number one overall. So that's the only thing that would be kind of kind of big. But yeah, for a four seed to knock off the one seed right there would be pretty epic. Uh, Cincy Tennessee, if that ends up being a matchup, I think that'd be a really good game. Um, let's see anything else really out of the ordinary so far. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing the potential had uh, Duke and Michigan State m- meeting up in the Sweet 16. It'd be really cool. Um, All right. I, 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 I'm, someone can correct me if I'm wrong. I think I heard this, I, that Xavier has, like, the most wins without reaching a Final Four, like, something like 29 wins in NCAA. Say that again. Xavier. Xavier. Yeah. I said the X in there. No, no, no. no. I just wanted to it, I, No, I, they've got – I could be wrong, but I thought I heard this. Xavier has the most wins in NCAA without reaching a Final Four. Okay. 29, I believe. Wow. So that's why I think still it's against them. And Virginia, don't they have, they have this, like, thing where they, they – lately they've had a good squad, but they just don't follow through. Kansas has been the number one seed the last three years straight and not okay. to the Final Four. Well, I like Kansas in theirs. I like North Carolina as a two. Yep. And Villanova's a one, so I'm doing a one, two, two, so nothing crazy. Yeah, um, so far what I have Kansas versus Arizona, I guess. I'm going to go. Yeah. Kansas versus Arizona and still sticking it with Arizona. Yeah, I mean. Oh, I'm a four. Never mind. Four, two. Four, two. West could get pretty crazy um, depending on what North Carolina does. I don't think Xavier's going to make it out of there. Um, but Michigan, North Carolina, Providence, Gonzaga. Ohio State, there's a lot of good, fun teams in there that could do some damage if they get hot. So I know Nick and T-Ra like to laugh about that. It's, oh, it's all about who gets hot. Well, sorry, it's a tournament, and it really is what happens. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just nature of a game. Easer, I said podcast, let's do a guy picked his games based on what yes. city had better. I That's amazing. I, yeah. I don't know if I could do that, though, but right. that is. We could take our time. Yeah, it's right up there with um, uh, what type of mascots are. So we got two more play-in games tonight, so. Uh, St. Bonaventure knocked off UCLA last night. And then Radford win the other one? Yes, they did. And they covered, too. Uh, Yeah, Radford won by 10. Texas Southern versus North Carolina Central tonight. and uh, Arizona State-Syracuse. That should be a good game. That's that's going to be fun. That's another play-in for an 11 seed. Um, I watched both those teams play a little bit earlier this year. Arizona State was at one point in the top ten, maybe even top five. Yeah. This year they knocked off Kansas. Yeah, it's Bayheim versus uh, Bobby Hurley. Yep. Yeah. That, that is going to be a fun game. To, it, of all things, the committee, that might be the one that gets people moving into the right direction. It, goes, it can you know, so, get the hangover effect into the, Thursday. The big, the big question for a lot of people this past bracket of 64, but then they do four more play-in games. Okay, so what it is is teams that won their conference, but their conference is very, very weak. They're in a weak, they're a smaller school. Um, there's a lot of, there was even speculation on a lot of predominantly black schools being in this, um, but it's typically your smaller schools that win their conference. So you're giving them a chance to still make the tournament because you won your conference. So we're not saying that you should automatically be in the tournament because there's other teams that got second, third, or fourth in their conference, but their conference might be the best in the country but they need to be in over you. So we're giving you a chance to have a play-in game to make the tournament to see if you can do anything. That's gotcha. really what it's about. Crack um, and I were talking about this last night a little bit. Um, you know, you can't go 76 teams. 
So they call it, they keep it at 68, and that's why he was making a joke about the NIT winner. So, Gotcha. Okay. Uh, well, that's going to be it for today. Tomorrow we have Ryan Gaiman on, and uh, we'll be doing it live from here. Doors will be open. You can stop in and say hi. Uh, we'll be open at 11 on Friday as well. Can't, can't be any more chaotic than an average Friday in here, huh? Yeah, it can't, be, can't get any more chaotic. Uh, thank you so much for watching today. Uh, share, like our videos. Uh, you know, Follow us on Facebook. Thanks, Sophie and Ben. Thanks, Sophie and Ben. Thanks to Hayes yes. from Limestone Brewery. Thanks, Hayes. Um, again, follow us on Twitter at QC Hassle. I'm at JFoss, J-O-Y underscore F-O-S. He's at Shuggy Shugs. You guys all have a great day. I will uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care.